0: Here we go!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Quest for Pixels News Roundup. I'm your host, Mike BC, and I'm joined this week by Joey Splatz from QuestforPixels.com. How are you doing, Joey?
0: I'm good, thanks. Just uh, finished watching the uh, Royal Royal Wedding. It's been pretty good. How was that? It's okay. It's just a chance for us all to go to the pub and have a few pints, really. But it's good. Um... We're having a barbecue later to celebrate, so it's going to be the action-packed weekend. But yeah, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. I got in promotion this week at work, and uh, so I'll be making more money now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, what, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing, so I recently just bought um, the Game Pass for Xbox. So my time is busy playing Rise of the Tomb Raider at the moment which is a brilliant game.
1: Oh, I never finished the first one, but I I want to finish the first one and move on to that one because I've heard that the Rise of the Tomb Raider was the better of the two
0: games. I've never played the first one. So I'm going and I didn't realize there was a first one until about halfway through this game, so I have to go back. Do you,
1: do you feel like you like you missed anything by not playing the first one?
0: No, not really. Well, they haven't, um, you know, looked back on anything. If that okay. makes sense. So but So you, think,
1: you can play the second yeah. one without playing the first one, then. Yeah,
0: I think there's some characters that are in the second one.
1: So that you're missing some context,
0: if nothing else. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't know if they were in the first one. If that makes sense. Hmm. But it's completely playable. Like I didn't even realize there was a first one until somebody told me. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. But what have you been playing? I've been playing
1: um, Shin Megami Tensei, which just released this week on the 3DS. Uh, we're going to have a review going up on the website for it as soon as that's available. But that game is massive. I'm only five hours in, and the longer I play the less I know about the game. So we'll see when that can get put up.
0: That looks so good, that yeah, it, game.
1: It was, uh, you know, more than I thought it was. So, yeah. um just so everybody knows, Patreon.com slash Quest for Pixels is the reason why we we're able to do news Roundup, So if you want to support the show or anything Quest for Pixels, head on over to Quest for slash uh, sorry, Patreon.com. I can't talk, guys. Quest for Pixels.com. I still say Quest for Pixels. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash Quest for Pixels. That's Quest the number four pixels. Where for a dollar a month or more you can help support shows like quest for pixels conversations quest for pixels news roundup and our newest show that will be coming out later this month on the stack let's go ahead and hop right into the news of course our first area of news is random video game news and our random video game news this month comes from the washington post and that is that thoreau's uh, that's henry david thoreau his book Walden is getting new life as a video game. Do you like Thoreau, Joey? I've never even heard of it before. Um, um, I've never heard of this book before, and that means that yeah. I'm probably a little uncultured myself, but it's a it's apparently a really, really iconic book. And, and of course, Thoreau is iconic himself, but... Um, He had a a game adapted, he had a book rather adapted into a game, and it launched on Tuesday for the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. And it just uh, kind of dropped you into a half-built cabin on the shores of Walden Pond, where you essentially, and this is like I said, the Washington Post. Uh, essentially, you decide where you can do everything from over, over eight seasons. Um, thorough thought a year was better divided into eight parts than four, which takes six hours of real time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can build, finish building the house, toil the fields, venture into 70 acres of virtual nature, and so the objective here is to find the right balance between survival. Players can't die, but they can faint. And fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Players seek inspiration from nature, interacting with animals and trees. The actual game world becomes more colorful and physically beautiful. Um, So here's the cool part, is that its primary purpose is entertainment, but there is um, an educational value for it, so it is free for teachers who want to use it in their classroom. What do you think
0: about that? Um, so I think the I think it sounds absolutely great, and I think w- what I would love to know more about personally is like the connection with the book and stuff. Like, what, what is the book? Because the game sounds quite good, um, but look, and I think that's the whole reason about the game is to get you inside into the book, isn't it? So, if that yeah. Makes sense.
1: The game sounds so good that I want to go read the book so that yes. I can go play the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what... That's my thoughts exactly.
1: Alright, well, let's go ahead and hop into um, Nintendo News. Mario Tennis Aces is getting a free demo on the Nintendo Switch next week. Are you by any chance interested in uh, Tennis Aces?
0: Um, I'm interested in it, um, but... For me, I don't know if I would want to spend full price on a tennis game. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with that. uh, But the fact that they're getting a demo is really helpful to me. Yes. Because that way, if it's good enough to spend
0: full price on it, now I'll know. The one thing I'm scared about, though, is if it'll have the arms effect. Where everybody everybody got the demo, thought it was really good, but then... Mario Tennis, you know, then arms just drifted off.
1: Yeah, I bought Arms after playing yeah. the the uh, Test Punch, and it has sat in my Switch case collecting dust for the most part. I've played it a few times. So no, I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Um, yeah. It's coming out June 22nd on the Nintendo Switch, but it's getting a free uh, demo next week. This is uh, courtesy of MSN.com, their news division. Uh, Switch owners may try out the game from June 1st through 3rd in a pre launch tournament. The demo will be found in the Free Software Group in the Nintendo Switch eShop beginning Thursday, May 24th. Users who join the tournament when it begins may choose from four playable characters, Mario, Peach, Yoshi, or Bowser, and compete in online multiplayer matches. The winner of those matches will earn points. They can be used to unlock as many as five additional characters. The multiplayer tournament runs from 6 p.m. Pacific Time June 1st to 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time on June 3rd. Uh, Nintendo said the demo will be playable offline against the CPU as well. Playing the demo will unlock Mario's classic outfit in the game's full version for those who buy it. So even if you are pretty sure you're sold on this game already, it's a good idea to get the demo because you'll be able to unlock his classic outfit when the game launches in June.
0: All right. What do you think? I think it's. I I like the fact that they're offering free stuff for people who want to buy the game. Just and also like just like have a taste because I think with the free coming around the the corner, there's a good chance that people will forget about Mario Tennis. Mm -hmm. So having that demo, having that you know appeal to get free stuff, I think that'll be a big hit. You know, for them to reel in people
1: yeah with this coming out I mean this will be right before yeah. E3 and then the game launches right after E3 so yeah. it's a good way to keep people's interest, interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. good good stuff our next piece of Nintendo news is that Nintendo will require registration from those looking to play Super Smash Brothers at E3 this year speaking of E3 uh, this comes from GamingBolt.com for the last two years Nintendo's games have been the most popular at E3 no surprise there really uh, they've caused literal stampedes as the game's media rushes to play them beyond all other games. Uh, Breath of the Wild caused long, long lines and uh, waits while Mario Odyssey repeated the same stunt last year. So, <clears throat> the, the sum, summation of this basically is, uh, as a result, they're going to require that if any of the people at E3 want to play Smash Brothers this year um, at E3... They have to come in and register to do so. That way, they're not just dealing with hour-long lines. Two-hour. Um, my brother is a games journalist freelancer, so he goes once in a while to E3. Um, he won't be going this year, but he he said that uh, when he went a few years ago, and they had Hyrule Warriors, that he waited two different times to play Hyrule Warriors and both times he gave up and just left because the lines at Nintendo's booths are always just so, so long. Uh, So this just makes sense that you're Mm -hmm. going to put a little bit of order into your booth rather than have a line a mile long. Um, It might also, uh, now that they're letting the public into E3, um, it might also create a little bit more discretion as to who's coming up to your booth to play the games so I don't know it just it's a it's a smart move it's going to help create some order in my opinion what do you think
0: I think it's a very smart move and you know the there's going to be other games there that are not going to be like this and I think for their big game I think it makes absolutely you know absolute sense
1: right right um and you're probably gonna hear a lot of the games media start crying about, "Oh, this is just making it more hard to play the the best games that are there." You know what? Most of us are never even gonna to get to go to E3.
0: Stop your crying. Yeah. So, there you go. And the thing is, is like, I know it's really good for the public to go, you know, to go play these games at these events. But at the same time, it's only, like, a demo. Like, you're going to get the real thing in a few months. Just, like, calm down. Calm down, guys.
1: And and we've all played enough Smash Brothers to know whether or not we want to play the next Smash Brothers. Exactly. Alright, well, in other Nintendo news, the Nintendo Switch Online Family Membership is now available for pre-registration. This comes from segmentnext.com. If you're a part of a gaming family, do you have a lot of Switches in your house? Just the one. Just the one. So this is not really going to help you. It's going to help me, but not as much as it could help other people. Yeah. Uh, looking at Jesse Waldeck from uh, Nintendo Dads. He's got three in his house, if I, if I remember correctly. Oh, um, wow. Here's the thing. They are doing a really good price point for the Nintendo online service at $20 a year. But the family membership can support up to eight different accounts. And it's $35
0: a year. See, I don't understand, like, uh, how is this going to work? So, like, because, like, how do they know that all the switches are in the house? Does that make sense?
1: I, I think you're just linking eight, and that's a good point, because that means that yeah, uh, I do not I should I say get... this on the internet or yeah. not? <laughs>
0: um, like, I'd love more information about that.
1: I mean, because right. it's a good point. Like, we we could just get all of us, you know, people that do reviews for for requests for, for pixels together, and be like, let's buy a family membership. Yeah,
0: um, I haven't, and I think that information will come out soon. But I I don't really understand.
1: Maybe it'll work kind of like Steam Share, where you have to log into all the different switches. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a good deal though if you have it is a very good deal. Um, multiple switches in the house because as as somebody with a, a child that has his own switch, it's gonna save me five bucks. I don't have to pay twice for for yeah. the Nintendo Online service. And for somebody who's got multiple kids that have their own Switch, they they can buy that family membership and only have to pay for it one time. Um, yes. There's no uh, segmentnext.com mentions that there's no confirmed date, um, but it does look like they're getting themselves ready. And we have heard September in the past. Um, there's a
0: date, isn't it? September twenty first.
1: Hmm. Why would they say then, there's no confirmed date if it's September 21st? This just came out May 16th. This article did. Hmm. Hmm. Segment next. Maybe you should do your homework. Maybe I should do my homework. So, <laughs> uh, this is an interesting uh, part of it too, though. The Nintendo Switch Online Family Membership allows options to hook up at uh, eight different Ooh. accounts, and you can set parental controls from that account. So if you don't want your kids playing something like Doom or Wolfenstein 2. Or Binding of Isaac, you can keep them from starting those games, and keep them limited to you know Super Mario Odyssey or Splatoon
0: Two. You so, are right. I just I just quickly looked it up, and there is no date yet. Oh, so they were right. And, yeah, I don't know why I've got twenty first twenty first in my head. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've heard that somewhere. Something's something's happening on the twenty first of September. Anyway, it's the Mandela
1: <laughs> effect. You're just sure you've heard it before. Yeah. But you've not actually heard it before. Yeah.
0: So no date, guys.
1: No date. All right. Well, speaking of no date, how about no game? Uh, The next piece of Nintendo news, and we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about this um, later Mm -hmm. on, but uh, Treyarch says, this is from Twinfinite.net, Treyarch says that there are no plans for Black Ops 4 on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Call of Duty has released a ton of information this week, or Treyarch rather has released a ton of information about Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. And one of those pieces of information that deals directly with Nintendo is that they are not going to release at least anyways there's no plans right now to release the game on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Do you play Call of Duty? Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. I have a 15-year-old son, and if I bought him nothing but Legend of Zelda games and Call of Duty games, he'd be happy for the rest of his life. Um, But he really likes Call of Duty games, and I think if I could get him a Call of Duty game on his Nintendo Switch, he'd be super happy, just because he could play it on the toilet. Um, (laughs) There will be no... Black Ops 4 on the Nintendo Switch, though. So, uh, do you, what do you think? Do, do you think we need Black Ops 4 on the
0: Nintendo Switch? So, I think we're going to get into more detail about this uh, a little bit later on. But, for me personally, because there's no single player, I'm not bothered. You're not bothered?
1: Yeah.
0: If there was, was a single player, I'd be like, oh, yeah. If it came to Switch, I'd buy it. Um, but but for me, it's just... I, I, I don't understand why you'd create a game with no single player when everybody's screaming out for single player games at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that I'm yeah. kind of in the same boat right there. Is if they had a single player campaign, I'd be more interested in having it on the Switch.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just not something I'm as interested in without the single player, though, so... Cool. Well, our last one for Nintendo News is Ariana Grande, who I can't stand, but this is some cool news anyways. Um, she teamed up with Jimmy Fallon and the Roots to perform her new single, No Tears Left to Cry, on Nintendo Labo Instruments. So. I uh, did not hear this myself because again I just I can't stand her so I didn't watch it but I just thought that was such a cool thing that she was able to do and I'm looking at the picture here that's on the article and, and it's it's really weird like everything on here is Nintendo labo there's a Nintendo yeah. Labo guitar there's uh, just everything is
0: made out of cardboard <laughs> it's I've I, so I've watched it. Okay. It's definitely it's definitely worth the watch I'm um, like you I can't stand Ariana Grande but just what they've done is it was so good and it sounds great as well it just doesn't just look good it sounds great as well
1: okay well that's cool um, I'm glad to see that the Except so I, I was listening to um, Mega Dads earlier, there, episode 50. Was it episode 50 or was it episode 49 where this happened? Uh, and Adam was talking about how he just can't stand adults who like Labo. And <laughs> this is um, this is just proof that y- you sometimes have to be willing to like some things that might not be meant for adults. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty cool that... that You know, these instruments aren't just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, peripherals for a video game, but they actually do work for what they're intended to do. Cool. Let's go ahead and get into some Microsoft news. We got a little bit of it today. Um, Microsoft has unveiled a controller that's going to um, help millions of players with disabilities start playing video games that maybe never had the ability to play before and it's called the Ad- xbox adaptive controller um, so the purpose for this is, and this comes from PCMag.com um, the purpose for this is uh... to give people with limited accessibility the ability to play games it has two large built-in buttons that can be reprogrammed through the xbox accessories app Um, and it can act as whatever buttons they need to be used as Um, and it's designed to make gaming more accessible, it's got 19 ports and jacks on the back side of the device so you can plug in whatever might need to be used with the controller Mm -hmm. Um, and it can be connected to joysticks, buttons, switches um, and it supports third party devices Um, so there, there's a lot of good information there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of information that, that Phil Spencer's put out about how this is going to um, help out disabled gamers uh, and there's they're in a partnership with the nonprofit organizations including the able gamers charity and the cerebral palsy Foundation the Craig Hospital special effect and warfighter engaged um, so they they work directly with Limited mobility gamers to develop uh, this controller um, And as somebody who has a, a disabled child this was like so cool for me I mean he, he's not gonna have an issue where he can't use a controller, but just to know that there's people out there trying to make Gaming more accessible for disabled people. I mean that was just really cool for me. What, what do you think? so
0: I will not take anything away from Xbox. I think this is from Microsoft. This is an amazing idea, um, but I feel like they've unveiled it at a time where they know that they're fa- that they're failing, that they you know that Xbox is not doing that good. To kind of like make gamers think, oh, we are actually doing something. Just wait, guys, for your games. And I feel like it should have been unveiled mm-hmm. at a time where there was some games to go with it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I feel it, like it's literally just out there just so that people don't start don't start getting annoyed at, you know, at Microsoft.
1: It, it totally makes sense. Here, here's the only thing I would say to that is, right now, if you've never been able to play video games on the Xbox before because you've not had the controller there's a back catalog for Microsoft that you've never had the ability to play before. So there's no shortage of games for people who've never had that ability before right now. Um, There's a shortage of games for the rest of us because they're not putting anything out right now. And the last thing they put out, Sea of Thieves, was hot steaming garbage. Um, So, yeah, for, for the rest of us, it's like, okay, Microsoft, let's maybe see something else come out soon, please you know let, let's see Halo 6 let's or, yeah Halo 6 or or let's see Gears of War 5 but but for somebody who's never played a game on the you know Xbox one, this is gonna be a good option for them
0: yeah because I feel like I'm just imagining if Sony right now was to, to instead of Microsoft if Sony was to say oh we've made this adaptive controller it would fly under the radar a little bit i think because of how much traction they're getting yeah and i and i just feel like xbox has used their you know their dip to really push this and i think it's worked well for them you know Mm -hmm. their failure has made this a success i think
1: well, all right, let's go ahead and move into our other piece of Microsoft news. This is from MSN.com, and it's about the new Xbox One update that lets you link your Discord account. And so it's a firmware update, <clears throat> and it has Discord integration, which does not sound nearly as cool as it actually is. Uh, no, it sounds way cooler than it actually is. Um, it's kind of... Uh, convoluted as to how you do it. Uh, and, and that is that you have to start in the Discord app on the PC or mobile device, link your Xbox account, hop back to the Xbox One, go to account settings, go to the code that you'll um, that you'll be given, punch it into the Discord app, and then once you've done that, uh, your Discord friends will be able to see what you're playing on Xbox Live, which is wow. not <laughs> So... It doesn't really do anything on the Xbox other than, yeah. uh, show your friends what you're playing. <laughs> um, but it's it's neat. Um, it does also have some some refresh rate. Updates uh, to 120 hertz for Xbox One S and Xbox One X um, owners. And it works with output resolutions of 1080p and uh, 1440p. Um, Not 4K though. And uh, Microsoft has also added the ability to trim game footage from the pop-out guide. So you won't have to open the dedicated Upload Studio app before posting... um, you know a halo 5 headshotter to twitter and then there's also a new details page and family settings an improved X- xbox accessory app and some altered button commands for dashboard navigation it's a small update <coughs> uh but the only one that anybody really cared about was the discord okay. thing which itself was not that big of a deal either um and it was way more complicated than I even think it's really worth.
0: <laughs> what do you think? I just think it's what it is. It's there if people want it, it's not there if people don't want it. It's
1: exactly.
0: Just, just an update, isn't it? It's like.
1: Yep. Well, this week, Sony had nothing in the news. They did have a small patch, uh, but I looked through the patch notes and it was even less impressive than the one from Xbox, so we're not going to talk about it. It is what it is. If you have an Xbox, if you have a PlayStation Four, um, you'll get a you'll get an update this week. Moving on, we're gonna do a little bit of Call of Duty news to close out the program today because Call of Duty um, had a bunch of information come out this week, and uh, so Kotaku um, had an information article come out uh, from Jason Schreier. Called everything we know about Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Uh, Of course, the first thing we know is that y'all don't know how to do Roman numerals. Treyarch, come on. But we knew that for a while, I guess. And so... uh, The first thing we know is that the game is coming out October 12th. Which is weird. Because typically, these games come out... The first week of November, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a weird release date. Um, on PC, the game is going to be on Battle.net, which is the uh, game launcher for um, Blizzard. That's where like where you play uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch or uh, any of the Blizzard titles. Um, you can play right there on on Battle.net and. So they teamed up with Blizzard to, to to put this game on PC, and it's not going to be on Steam. Um, it'll also be on PS4 and Xbox One, as we mentioned before. It will not be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, seems like uh, this will be a break from a lot of Call of Duty traditions. So, um, as as you mentioned earlier in the show. The game will not have a single player campaign but it's going to have what they're describing as three pillars. Multiplayer, Zombies and Blackout. Now Blackout is the new uh, get ready for it, Battle Royale mode. <laughs> oh. So this is the first time that they've done this and uh, Kotaku says it's their first foray into the world of Fortnite and PUBG. Um, I, I like... Uh, battle royale modes i'm just not sure i need it in my call of duty yeah and then th- go ahead
0: i just feel like they've, they've been pretty lazy like we're like okay so battle royale has got really you know popular let's scrap single player let's just get a little team on to do a map plug it in there sell it <laughs>
1: I, I don't have a problem necessarily with them doing battle royale. I just don't think it needed to replace the multi, uh, the single player.
0: No, I I feel like they've been really cheap.
1: Yeah, and they're still going to charge a hundred bucks for the you know the digital deluxe version of this.
0: Exactly. So, and the thing is, is they're not listening to what players want. You know, the how many World War uh, was it World War Two that came out? Yeah, you know, people enjoyed that game. I'm not going to say like, I'm going to say enjoyed, because of it's single player. Yeah. And that's what people want, and then they go and get rid of it.
1: Well, to be fair, Black Ops is half of, a, of, of the series. They kind of go, yeah. every year they kind of go back and forth. Yeah. And this year is Black Ops, next year will be on the other side of the series. So, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do next year.
0: And what I don't understand is, is is how they can call it Black Ops 4 because isn't it the narrative behind it that cuts you know that's why it's called that well and the Treyarch
1: um, they, they say here in Kotaku the Treyarch boss I'm not sure if that means he's the CEO or what but yeah. Mark Lamia says we're weaving narrative into each of the modes and I'm not sure even what that means yeah. how can you weave narrative into it's zombies multiplayer. or multiplayer or battle royale but yeah. um cuz that was my biggest um my biggest complaint with uh Overwatch. I loved Overwatch, but I wanted to know more about these characters and they didn't have a whole lot of information when the game first launched about why these characters were who they were and, and what abilities they had. And I know they started doing those anime shorts, but a a single player campaign for each of the characters, even a short one, would have been great just to give me some more information about who they
0: were. The difference, though, between Call of Duty and Overwatch is that Overwatch didn't start as a single player. Exactly. And so they're allowed to do it, I would say. Whereas Call of Duty is like, okay, thanks guys for multiplayer, I guess like no story
1: <laughs> um, so another another I- interesting change is that in in past titles the uh, health of the player was automatic regeneration because that's so realistic to how war happens um, mm-hmm. but in this uh, game they're going to move to health bars and you'll have to real uh, uh, heal yourself or rely on the medic named crash that can restore other players. Um, so... I I'm, My son was really disappointed by that, by the way. I actually kind of think that's the one cool change that they made is that it will be a little bit more realistic that you're not just going to hmm. go behind a corner and wait until you feel better. But uh, yeah. there's not going to be any thrust jumping or wall running. Um... The zombies mode will look significantly different. Uh, there will be custom options in mode, as, a, as well as what appears to be mini campaigns with um, a variety of tones. There's one in a gladiator arena, another on a cruise ship that appears to be the Titanic, um, and then there's there's several little trailers for for the for the zombies mode it's just there's a lot of changes that they're making to the series um in this game and i i I personally wonder if maybe there was too many changes all at once yeah
0: so what do you think not good well i can promise you one one thing right now is it's not going to be on my shelf
1: (laughs) uh you know it's interesting I said earlier that my son would be happy if I just bought Call of Duty cool. and Legend of Zelda games every year. Um, he actually said he doesn't want this one. He said he'll just wait till see what comes out next year. Yeah. He said he's really is, happy with World War II, and he'll just keep playing that. Yeah.
0: The problem is, is they're going to charge full price for this game, and then you've got games that are free, Fortnite. Like, is it going to be able to stand up to a free game?
1: That is a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the news. Uh, you can find us on questforpixels.com. Check out um, some of Joey's reviews over there. You can find me on Twitter at MikeBC1985. Can they find you on Twitter?
0: Yeah, just at Joey Splats.
1: At Joey Splats, of course. Uh, of course you can find quest for pixels on Twitter at quest the four pixels you can find us on YouTube at quest for pixels gaming and on Twitch at quest for pixels gaming uh, any other thoughts or comments before we close out
0: nope nothing good Just
1: all right well we were on a quest to keep you informed I think we've completed our quest have a great day everybody we'll see you next week